Once again, they withstood the pressure of time by praying to their god, to their Jesus. Well, Grandmaster, what did you do then? I forced evil's hand. I told evil to make it so that African Americans couldn't vote. I made it so that African Americans could not sit in the front of a bus. I made it so that African Americans couldn't get a proper education. I did everything I could do, but they continued to pray and pray and pray until one day, Oh, God heard them, and he gave them heroes, people of substance. He gave them Dr. Martin Luther King. He gave them Rosa Parks. He gave them Malcolm X. He gave them all of these freedom fighters, and they fought and they prayed, and it was one of my darkest days. Well, how, how did you deal with their heroes, Grandmaster of Darkness? Very easy. I murdered them. One by one, I killed King. I have a dream today! Martin Luther King was shot and was killed tonight in Memphis, Memphis. I killed X. What is your real name? Malcolm, Malcolm X. My father got his last name from his grandfather, and his grandfather got it from his grandfather, who got it from the slave master. I killed Medgar Evers. I killed a little boy, Emmett Till. I killed four girls in an Alabama church. I killed all of them. So, so Grandmaster, is this the direction we should go with their new president? No, you fool. You see, we don't have to kill them anymore. African Americans have been beaten down for so long, they simply kill each other. Let me explain it to you, my son. You see, African Americans in the 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s would fight, would be hung, would fight to the ground if they were called nigger. But you see, now I've got them affectionately calling each other nigger. They call their husbands nigger. They call their wives nigger. They call their little children, get over here, you little nigger. They love calling each other nigger, and they think it's cute. I've got their spirits broken, and I have young African Americans embracing the word nigger. They all think they are niggers, and they say it with a smile on their face, even though their grandmothers and grandfathers were killed for the word, but they have said it in name and music, and people call it art form. I call it my nigger control. I've got them thinking that entertainment, basketball, rhymes, these are more important than coming to school on time. They think that's all they can do. So you see, they never focus on education. And the sad part is, when you see a young black child in school that's trying to strive hard, the rest of the black kids make fun of him. They call him a white boy. Isn't that a masterful, wonderful mind trick that I play with them? But listen to me, my son. There's even more mind tricks. They think that thug life is wonderful. They think that thug life is keeping it real. And they think jail life is funny. Oh, we've done a job on the African-American. But let me tell you the worst thing that we've done to the African-American. Ooh, this is getting good, Grandmaster Darkness. Tell me more, tell me more. I am so powerful that now I have everyone afraid of African-American males. No matter how old they are, people are afraid of them. They're clutching their pocketbooks. And do you know why? 
African-American men are really perpetuating the fear that I've placed in people's hearts. They're selling drugs to each other. They're selling drugs to children. They're recruiting their own children to sell drugs. And do you know what the consolation prize is? Get to go to prison and hang out with all of your boys for the next 5, 10, 20 years. And if you're lucky, maybe you'll get a bullet in your brain and be able to leave this earth early. That is the hopelessness that I have given young African-American boys and African-American girls. I have turned them into hoochies, hoes, bitches. That's what they're called. Oh yes, in their music. Oh, it's a beautiful day to destroy African-American spirit because they don't know they were the kings and queens of the earth and they cry when they see Barack Obama but they smile when they're called bitches. They don't know. Oh, I've got a plan for them. Oh, what's the plan? What's the plan? Oh, my plan is simple and sweet. Just keep them uninformed. You see, the slave masters from way back in the day, they knew there was a secret behind keeping African slaves to not have any type of education. Well, that's the same thing I'm doing. But we don't have to have laws now. They don't show up at school. They don't care about grades. All they care about is shiny hubcaps. They care about shiny things on their hands. You see, all you have to do is give young African-American youth just shiny things. They're like babies. Don't you worry about Barack Obama because they will cry. They will feel happy. But once the joy and the happiness has subsided, they will go back to selling drugs. They will go back to shooting each other. They will go back to infecting each other with diseases over and over again. They will go back to hiding away from their god. Their new god is money and bling and nothing else matters. And as a matter of fact, Barack Obama in four years will be a laughing joke because people will say, you had a black president and look at you. Your ghettos have increased. Your hopelessness has increased. Your teen pregnancy has increased. Your godlessness has increased. From the gang called niggas with attitudes. As a society, we've tried to ignore it, ban it, literally bury it. The NAACP held this symbolic funeral for the N-word. And we've perhaps added more gravity to the word just by refusing to say it. Whenever a white lady on CNN with nice hair says the N-word, that's just white people getting away with saying nigger. That's all that is.